Welcome to Blunt Advice, the short-form show that delivers cannabis industry insight and information in quick hits to help you operate your cannabis on a higher level. Here are your Blunt hosts, Francesca and Mike. Business is all about cycles, and most of the time, the cycles are we refer to our quarters and end-of-year periods, annual periods. And the funny thing is that people always talk about them like there's a finality to them, like something ends and then there's a gap and then the next thing starts. But these are merely separated by minutes, seconds even. You know, days make up a week, weeks flow into months, months flow into quarters. Now you got the end of the year and you are exhausted. You've done all your planning, you've done your end of year wrap up. Now it's time to take a couple days off. And the thing we want to talk about today and the blunt advice we want to give today is about something that lives in the shadows. And that's really about taking care of yourself because everything you do leading up to today is all about someone else, all about your boss or your board of directors or your partners or whoever else. Now it comes time to take care of yourself. So today we're going to give you some blunt advice on how to do an end of year reset. So Francesca, how do you, what do you think of? It's the first thing you think of when you hear the term end of year reset. Okay. End of year reset for me has a, a very vivid um, memory associated with it. And it's from when I was in school, like in grade school, and we had our desks and we had to, at the end of the year, clean out our desks, sometimes <laughs> end of the week. But it was like this whole process of taking everything that was in there out, taking everything that was on top off getting to spray it, wipe it down. Oh my God, it was the most satisfying thing to then put everything back where it should be and how it should be. So for me, that's the very first thing I think of when I think of a reset mm -hmm. is like that that physical space kind of reset. Right. Did you have pencil? Like, did you draw on your desk at all? Be honest. I mean, I'm sure I did, but <laughs> I, I probably traced over stuff that was already written in there, so I didn't create you. any new damage. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, but I got to be a rebel in my own life. So. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, like, if you when you you take that school analogy and you transfer that to now your professional, even though your desk looks the same, um, <laughs> I'm eating the same lunches, but <laughs> it is the same lunch. How does that transfer to your professional life in terms of what is some, something that's important to you on a reset? I, I think it, it actually is pretty literally the same. It's still like maybe not as, as completely about the desk space, but I do like cleaning my environment up and getting rid of the stuff that has physically cluttered the space. And that's like in the physical office, but also in spaces like digital spaces. So yep. I'll clean out my inbox and I'm like, oh man, this feels good. Everything is wrapped up with a bow right. and it's all tidied and put away or files and folders. I mean, how many trade shows do we go to where we collect business cards and examples of marketing collateral mm -hmm. and brochures and all the tchotchke shit that we shouldn't be doing. And it's like, it just is sitting there. If I haven't done anything with it by the end of the year, it's time to get rid of it. So that's definitely the physical clean out. So your is desk is really important. The to desk, me. all the clutter on your desk, plus your inbox. Plus my so inbox. Do you get your inbox to zero? No. <laughs> Come on now. The last time it was at zero is when you bought it. The inbox is a cycle. <laughs> just as you said something else, something comes back in. 
But no, I do, I do make sure though that I'm set up in that all of the emails that have to go out are out. The folders are cleaned up for the year. Maybe everything's labeled for the end of the year and then right. the new year is going to get its own folders and its own space. Right. Because that's what it's about is like putting everything where it needs to be and setting the systems up that will work for you in the new year. Yeah. Like that makes it feel like clean slate. The next year is the clean slate, not the empty inbox. It's interesting. One thing I started doing a few years ago is my, I noticed my desktop was like busted with tons of icons and things that got shared. So I, what I do is I highlight everything and put it in a new folder that's on my desktop called like 2022. And so I've got folders, basically my desktop is current year, like loose stuff plus folders for every other year. So I can find stuff easy. As long but as it, you know what year it was. Yeah, well, it might take some time, but I can get <laughs> close. So I've started doing that just like my inbox. It gets refiled in a different folder or or I trash it. I'm really ruthless with trashing email because you can always find it. Yeah. So yeah. It's, not, it's not gone forever. I have I a have hard time letting go, but that's why you. I like the end of year because it's the time to yeah. let go of that stuff. Yep. I think also calendars. I mean, and the calendar cleanup, it's critical because... Man, it can be tough, like not knowing what's on your calendar when you come back to work right. or, you know, just making sure that you have blocked out the time you need and that you like got rid of everything that you don't, that is maybe a, re a recurring thing that you want to delete. Right. Get it, get rid of it if you're not going to bring it into next year. Mm -hmm. Along those lines on my calendar, I tend to feel comfortable during this reset when I know that January, at least that first week is is doable. So I, I'll do that kind of clean out thing, but I'm looking at the schedule because I know the first day I come back from vacation and the first day everybody comes back from vacation. You're not ready to go 100%. Yeah, you no know? matter what day it is. If right. it's one day off, it's a, if it's a week off. Right. Yeah. So I, I usually really try to look at that and be realistic about what we can accomplish as a team and, you know, take extraneous stuff out, maybe move it back a few days or move it back a week that kind of stuff. So I think getting that kind of clarity and comfort around, all right, I'm not walking back into a shit storm. Yeah. That lets me like totally decompress and feel like the last piece of the puzzle is there. Yeah. In for terms sure. of my short term, like. <sighs> so yeah. when you have time <clears throat> off, what do you put that on your calendar? Do I put like cleanup stuff? Yeah. Or like time off on your calendar. So like if you have a week vacation, right. Do you ever calendar out what you're going to do? So during the vacation? you know, I do this <laughs> and you know, I'm trying now? to break myself <laughs> in this habit because I've realized that I'm like putting this pressure on myself while I'm supposed to be off. Mm -hmm. So I'll put like work stuff. I'm like, Oh, I have time. So I'll do this. I mean, you know, I do that. Like I don't put on my calendar chill <laughs> or like, binge drink from appointment from noon to six. Like I don't do that, but I do, I, the calendar can be a double-edged sword. It can be a great organizational tool, but it can also cause a lot of stress. Yeah. If you really you know, use it in a, in a kind of almost overwhelming way or we overdo it on it. So yeah, to me, the calendar is the last piece where I can really kind of relax and now enjoy the rest of the week, you know, before, before I get into actually what I, what, this is what I love. The thing I love the most during I'm going to really reset mm -hmm. is what I'm going to call the deep clean. If you're Ooh. going to clean your desk, I'm going deep clean, I love which is my cleaning. like, this is rare. This doesn't happen that much. This is to me when you're the only time I get to this phase in my head is when I'm off for three, four or five days, something extended, like a weekend or a long weekend. I never really get there, but this is really, once I have those things that we discussed earlier, once I have the, that stuff out of the way, I can start thinking more clearly like being removed for three or four days plus having like little stress items stressors out of the way mm -hmm. now my mind can open up 
now I can think creatively, now I can daydream better, now I can think objectively, not, you know, not emotionally about what's happening at business. So like once, once that happens, this is where I really feel like I can kind of unload a lot of like, like baggage that's in my head. It's almost like the luggage at the airport that doesn't get off the carousel. Like <laughs> that's when this stuff starts clearing that's out. That's good. But it also lets me create. That's when I always like, you, you've worked with me long enough to know that it's like, I come back in January with a lot of like a lot new of ideas. ideas, a lot of new ideas. And that happens during that Christmas to New Year's time mm -hmm. when I can actually get to that kind of deep cleaning, decompressing part to really, um, you know, let my mind go in a couple different kind of two different paths, really. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you said when you have all like the physical space cleaned up and mm -hmm. you have the stressors of the future figured mm -hmm. out and put away, that's when you can do it. So it really is like you need to get to the first level of cleaning to even get to the deep cleaning. Absolutely. Because if you just have this time off, but things not handled, then the unhandled things just take up all that space that you're yep. trying to give it. You can't think of new things. So really ending the year allows you to create space for creation of the new year. 100% is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really where I'm after. I'm after like two different kind of thought processes, really. Like one is I like to reflect some on successes of the past year. And I think with everybody, I think the human nature is to tend to like think about the negatives or things where you didn't maybe meet expectations. Where can we improve yeah. for next year? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, nah, this is like, I need, this needs to be a time where I can like objectively like be happy about the accomplishments mm -hmm. and then like recognize what we did great. And, and this is both personal and business. So okay. you know, I kind of have two lists going, Ooh. you know, like, so I have, here's a personal list of things I was hoping to do this year. You know, how, that went really well. And here's things I accomplished I didn't expect or whatever. But at the same time, it's, it's the same for work. Like what's know? on your personal list? So things on my personal list well, is, all, is things like, um, like, you know, say expectations around my weight, workout, times I want to journal, like date nights, trips I want to take. Or I might be like, I want to have five days off where I don't even look at my phone. Like uh -huh. that, yeah. that didn't work, but um, <laughs> no, it didn't. But that's an example, <laughs> but that's, it was like that kind of personal stuff that makes me feel better. Like I was like, all right, this year I want to try to, you know, um, do yoga twice a week. Mm -hmm. And so some weeks I did, some weeks I didn't. So I wasn't, so I, mean, I was like, all right, well, I did it more than I would have. Or I, to me, it was like Peloton rides too. Mm. That was another one I was like, cause I was comparing it versus years. So I was like, I, I want to, yeah. Rides. So, um, so it's that kind of stuff. Um, and then on the business side, it's more along the lines of like, you know, for this, we were like, Hey, we want to start a new show Yeah. or we wanted, uh, you know, we had a goal for a number of consulting clients and consulting revenue and we wanted to do an offsite with the team and we wanted to, you know, continue to do, take the team and do live shows and do private events and all that stuff happens. Yeah. So it's really cool to kind of look at that and say, it was a great year from that standpoint. Numbers aside, it has nothing to do with the revenue. It has to do with what we accomplished as a team. You know, Ooh, that part. interesting to not make it necessarily about the dollar. If you don't make it about the result, then the just doing the journey is half the win. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. the result happens if you do the path the right way. So that's why I like to really think about that stuff. And, it, and that to me then feeds into like, all right, so what's my dream board going to look like for next year? So this is like the real, this is day four and five. And you do it like personal and business again, right? Yeah, same totally thing. Different. I have two okay. parts of it. And it's like, I keep it in my phone. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there typing do away. Do you not have Pinterest? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so I just do that. And that's, and that's what serves as my, you know, kind of success thinking for the next year. So it's kind of like a circle for me, right? But I think that stuff for me lets me feel really, really good. Yeah. Because like, I feel like, yeah, I kind of wrapped up the year work-wise. Now I've had some time, got myself personally ready. And, you know, it's, it's a really great refreshing thing, but unfortunately you can't force it. Like you have to have time. You have to have space. Um, you have to be in the right kind of mental framework to be able to have that kind of introspection. So, mm-hmm. you know, I get, I'm, I'm, I feel lucky because I do take a nice chunk of time off, but not everybody can. Right. So if they can't, then like, hey, just do the same thing. Take some time, do some unpacking for yourself mentally. But just don't have the pressure of being like, I've got to figure this out. For, you know, it might take you a little longer. It'd take you over two or three weekends or something maybe. But like kind of getting into the habit of thinking that way. Yeah, I me mean, there's been so much about, I mean, let yourself be bored. Let your time be unscheduled. Don't be that's always tough. consuming information and media. You know, that's because that really stunts the creation as well as if you're more consuming then you'll never be having the space to produce so even if it's a day off maybe that means the day off from whatever your phone your media something and that allows the it's better than nothing it is it is so so i think we got this one pretty well covered yeah i think we've got some good advice out there i know i'm looking forward to some of this i really want to reset right now (laughs) can i go clean my desk (laughs) yeah All all right Well, let's roll this all up and take a couple of quick hits of all this blood advice. Okay, so quick hit number one is make sure you clean up and you clean out. That's going to be the important part of um, even step one of your reset. Number two, reflect on your wins. Pat yourself on the back, brag about yourself to yourself even. That's fine, but feel good about what you've accomplished. Yeah, and number three, make sure that you you give yourself the opportunity to dare to dream about the future and what what is ahead for you. So really set some goals and intentions. As always, we want to hear from you. So please email any ideas or suggestions do you have, you may have, to bluntadvice at infusedmedia.io. All right. Well, I'm Francesca. And I'm Mike. And in the time it took you to return those four French hens that someone told you was a good idea for a gift, you got some blood in this. Have a receipt.